Yo, this is Axel Rose of Guns N' Roses. Hey, this is Carmen Electra. Hi, this is Daryl Strawberry. What up, though? This is Big Snoop Deal Double G. Hi, this is John Stallard. Hey, yo, Hulk Hogan here. What's up? This is Beyonce. I got a great show lined up for y'all. Hey, yo, yo, yo. Let's get this party started. The Sports Beat. You know what? Let's keep it hot. The Sports Beat is off the chain, man. Ah, yeah. The Sports Beat. Download the podcast now. You're listening to The Sports Beat with Richard Holdridge. All right, let's get this show on the road. Once again, it is the Sports Beat with Richard Holdridge on this Monday. I hope that everybody out there had a great weekend of sports. It is a great time to be a Georgia sports fan as the Braves had a parade. Georgia won, the Falcons won, Atlanta United won. Oh, it's a great time to be alive in the state of Georgia. We've got a great show for you. Going to talk about the Atlanta Falcons beating the New Orleans Saints. But it wasn't easy. Georgia gets a convincing win over Missouri. But the college football rankings have been shaken up a little bit as we have the second college football rankings tomorrow. And congratulations to Atlanta United for getting a come-from-behind victory to secure a spot in the MLS Cup playoffs. All right, I'm going to actually start the show off talking about the parade in Atlanta. Wasn't that a great moment on Friday? I didn't go, but I watched the footage on TV. And I got to say that the city of Atlanta and Cobb County did a great job putting together a very good parade. And I think if you look at this team next year with getting Ronald Acuna back and Mike Soroka, and who knows what's going to happen with Marcelo Zuna, this team can run it back next year. But the odds on favorites to win the World Series next year for 2022 is the Los Angeles Dodgers followed by the Houston Astros and the Atlanta Braves have the third best odds to win the World Series. One observation about the parade, they went a little too fast in downtown Atlanta. Those buses were trucking. And then they took a very long break. They got up to Cobb County. That scene was incredible. I have friends that live up there that they were excited that they got to attend the parade festivities at Truett's Park and to hear all the speeches. And it was a great time in Atlanta. So all that momentum carrying to the other Atlanta sports teams, which the Atlanta Falcons took on their longtime hated rival in New Orleans, the New Orleans Saints. Coming into this game, Matt Ryan looked impressive, didn't he? The Atlanta Falcons were up in this game 24-6 to with about 10 minutes and some change, with about 10 minutes left to go in the game. You would think an easy win in New Orleans for Atlanta, right? Well, the Falcons have a way of not making it easy for Falcons fans to sit on their hands and on pins and needles and give every Atlanta Falcons fan a cardiac arrest because New Orleans came back in that game to take the lead with a minute to go, 25-24, to and thanks to Matt Ryan with an incredible throw to Cordell Patterson, which sealed the game with a game-winning kick by Young Wake, who hasn't he been clutch all year, Three walk-off field goals. And the Atlanta Falcons get the 27-25 victory over the Saints. This pushes their record to 4-4. Four and four, And if the season ended today, they would be in the playoffs. But the question is, are the Atlanta Falcons a playoff team? Yes, they won a game against their longtime rival. But they had no running game. Mike Davis only with 9 carries and 13 yards. Matt Ryan had to do it all by himself. 
23 of 30 with 343 yards and two touchdowns. He was sacked twice, so the offensive line was a problem. The Saints defense showed up in that fourth quarter to stop Matt Ryan on several drives to get the ball back. But his quarterback rating, his QBR of 93, was very impressive. And the Atlanta Falcons are 4-4, four and four, and they will travel to Jerry World next week to take on the Dallas Cowboys. Boy, the NFL is strange. Because some of these games, I'm just scratching my head, thinking that these teams can win on any given Sunday. The Denver Broncos beat the Dallas Cowboys 30-16. to That was unbelievable. You also had... The Jacksonville Jaguars beating the Buffalo Bills 9-6. And the Tennessee Titans beating the Los Angeles Rams. I know last week I said the Rams were my favorite to win the Super Bowl. And the Titans, who had some big wins over the Bills and the Chiefs, they lose Derrick Henry for 8-10 to 10 weeks. Coming into this game, a primetime game on Sunday night, but they were able to ride the ship, get the job done. They picked off Matt Stafford twice. One was a pick six, and the Titans were able to get the victory, and they're now 7-2. and two. They have the best record in the AFC. The Rams fall to 7-2, and two, and right now the best record in the NFC is the Arizona Cardinals. They didn't have Kyler Murray or DeAndre Hopkins or A.J. Green. J.J. Watt is out for the season, but no problem. They dismantled the 49ers 31-17 in Levi Stadium. Colt McCoy, in a backup role, had his career best, 22-26 for 229 yards. James Conner had three touchdowns, two rushing, one receiving. Boy, you had a great day if you had him on your fantasy team. And I don't know what is going on with the San Francisco 49ers. You cannot make the excuses. You cannot make the excuses about injuries. Every team in the NFL has injuries. I think the 49ers have given up on the season. D'Amico Ryans needs to be fired as the defensive coordinator, and I think that Kyle Shanahan is now on the hot seat. If the 49ers are going to give up on this season, don't you think it's time to play Trey Lance? This was an embarrassment as a 49ers fan. Yes, the Cardinals are a good team, but they were playing with their backups. This was just embarrassing. Some of the other NFL games... The Kansas City Chiefs gave the Green Bay Packers its second loss. The Packers had Jordan Love in the game. What do you think about Jordan Love? I don't think he played very well. And the Packers were missing Aaron Rodgers. And Aaron Rodgers has shown in this game that he is the MVP. And he needs to be out there. Say what you want about the whole COVID protocol and the vaccination and him fighting cancel culture. But the Packers desperately need Aaron Rodgers because Jordan Love clearly is not ready to be the elite starting quarterback that will take over for Aaron Rodgers when he wants when he either leaves or retires. You had the Chargers beating the Eagles. That was a good game. Baltimore beats the Vikings in overtime. That game almost ended in a tie, but Justin Tucker kicks the game-winning field goal in overtime with no time left on the clock. Uh, Minnesota almost won that game, but Baltimore another come from behind victory for Lamar Jackson and the Baltimore Ravens. I don't know what's going on with the Carolina Panthers, but the New England Patriots, they've got Sam Darnold's number. He's seeing ghosts in Carolina, and the Patriots are 5-4. and four. And let me ask you something. If the Patriots make the playoffs, is Bill Belichick coach of the year? It seems like that Bill Belichick has rode the ship. He's got the quarterback that he wants in Mac Jones, and now as a 49ers fan, 
I am thinking to myself, why couldn't we have gotten Mac Jones? Mac Jones right now looks like the best rookie quarterback out of all the quarterbacks to come out of this draft class. You got the Giants that got a big defensive stop. You know, the Giants have a very good defensive team. Leonard Williams had a pretty good sack. Xavier McKinney had two picks, and the Giants were able to beat the Las Vegas Raiders to bring the to bring the Raiders back to earth. I know the Raiders just signed Deshaun Jackson. They released Henry Ruggs. This team is in turmoil, but the Giants were able to get the victory, and then the, then the Raiders have a big game on Sunday night football next week against the Kansas City Chiefs. The battle of two 1-7 teams, the Miami Dolphins beats the Houston Texans 19 19- 17 to 9. And then the Browns just released Odell Beckham Jr., but it seems like the Browns do a better job when OBJ is not playing as Baker Mayfield leads the Browns back to a winning record. He had a very good game passing. Nick Chubb, 14 carries, 137 yards with two touchdowns. He is back. And the Cleveland Browns are 5 and 4, tied with the Bengals. Denzel Ward had a very Huge pick six at the goal line when the Bengals were driving for a touchdown. But this has just been a very weird week in the NFL. Because you had the Jacksonville Jaguars, Josh Allen sacking Josh Allen. Yeah, they had fun with that on SportsCenter. But the Jacksonville Jaguars pick up their first victory on U.S. soil. And Urban Meyer's second victory. Trevor Lawrence didn't have a great game throwing the football but it was the story of defensive lineman, defensive linebacker Josh Allen getting an interception, a forced fumble, and a sack. He had a monster game, a monster game. Josh Allen, the quarterback for Buffalo, was sacked four times, and it just goes to show that any team can beat the best team on any given Sunday. I know that sounds cliche, but I love it. And then the Monday night game tonight, it will be the Chicago Bears taking on the Pittsburgh Steelers. Should be an interesting one. We had a busy college football week. No problem with Georgia. They did trail 3-0 in this game against the Missouri Tigers. But they were able to ride the ship and beat Missouri 43-6. Including JT Daniels came into the game and he was 7-for-11. He did throw an interception, but he did throw a touchdown pass. And so the debate continues. Who do you start at quarterback going forward? Stetson Bennett or JT Daniels? I feel both quarterbacks give you something special. Stetson Bennett can run with his legs, but JT Daniels has the more NFL-ready arm, and he can push the ball down the field if Georgia starts getting tight. Georgia is 9-0. They are the consensus number one. And the college football playoffs will come out. The college football rankings will come out tomorrow. And Georgia will clearly be the number one. Alabama, who is number two, had a tough time against LSU. This was a great game. It was one of those later games. LSU had the ball and had a chance to win the game in Tuscaloosa. But LSU made some mistakes. Clearly, Max Johnson threw a pick, and he just wasn't ready for the big stage. Alabama made a lot of mistakes. You know head coach Nick Saban is going to try to clean up those mistakes. But if you look at the remaining schedule, it's not a guarantee that Alabama is going to win out and play Georgia in the SEC championship because I think they could lose to Auburn. And if they lose to Auburn, that's two SEC losses. 
if Texas A&M wins the remaining games on their schedule, they have the tiebreaker against Alabama. And with Arkansas, you don't know what to expect. Alabama has got to turn this thing around because they had a very disappointing game, even though it was a win. Bryce Young, even though he threw for 30, even though he threw for 302 yards and two touchdowns, no running game. The LSU defense was able to stop the running game of Alabama. We had some major upsets in college football as Michigan State loses to Purdue. You know, Purdue's got a big game next week against Ohio State. And then you had Wake Forest losing their first game as they lose to North Carolina, which was rare because it was a non-conference game, even though they're both in the SEC. So if you look at the AP poll rankings, Georgia is number one. Cincinnati's ranked second in the AP poll. They struggled against Tulsa, only winning 28-20. to The committee may drop them further than sixth in the college football rankings. They have got to win convincingly if they want to get into the college football playoff. But time will tell. All the teams will be set up to be in the college football playoffs. My opinion is this. If Georgia plays their game, even if they have to play Alabama in the SEC championship game, they should win. However, if Georgia loses to Alabama in the SEC championship, both teams will get in. The other two teams, if Oklahoma wins out, they're in. And I think Ohio State, even though they struggled against Nebraska in Lincoln on the road, I think Ohio State is in if they win out because they do have a tough schedule having to play Michigan State and Michigan and whoever they play in the Big Ten Championship. It is a very interesting college football weekend. Some local scores, Georgia Tech loses to Miami. Tech is just done this season. I don't think that they're going to make it to a bowl game. You had Georgia Southern losing to Coastal Carolina. And Kennesaw State continues winning as they defeated Robert Morris 45-21. A couple of years ago, Kennesaw State made it into the FCS playoffs in back-to-back years, and they went pretty far into the playoffs. Their only loss this season was to Georgia Tech. I remember I was talking about how bad Georgia Tech was after losing to Northern Illinois that they could possibly lose that game to Kennesaw State. But next week, Kennesaw State will take on North Alabama, and that game will be on ESPN+. We had the Fountain City Classic over the weekend here in Columbus. Albany State able to get the impressive 57 to nothing victory over Fort Valley State. Albany State is continuing to roll in NCAA Division II, and Valdosta State still undefeated in NCAA Division II, so congratulations to them. We had the start of the high school playoffs for Alabama over the weekend, Central getting a convincing victory over Daphne, and they will take on they will take on Theodore this Friday. Opelika, they win their contest and they will take on they will take on Spanish Fort. This Friday as well. And this Friday will also be the preview of the Georgia high school playoffs. As right here in Columbus, Carver will host a playoff game as they will take on West Lawrence. That will be this Friday. Hardaway is on the road this Friday as they will travel to take on Perry. So over the weekend, the Columbus River Dragons open the season on the road against the Port Huron Wolves on Friday and Saturday, and they dropped both contests 3-2. to two. Their home opener will be this Friday at the Civic Center as they will take on the Carolina Thunderbirds. 
Congratulations to Atlanta United FC for clinching a playoff berth in Major League Soccer as they will take on NYCFC on November the 20th. This was a great game against Cincinnati FC. They were down one mil, and then they get a goal by Miles Robinson in the 71st minute, his first goal in his Major League Soccer career. And then Joseph Martinez gets the go-ahead goal in the 79th minute where he strikes it in to the end zone. When he strikes it into the goal, it was a very tough goal, a great shot by Joseph Martinez. And Atlanta United is back into the playoffs after missing the playoffs last season. One thing about Atlanta United is they are very resilient and they can go pretty far in the playoffs. They have a history of that, winning the MLS Cup in 2018. And I like to see Atlanta United do well in the playoffs. All these Atlanta teams that have done well over the weekend, I wish I could say the same thing about the Atlanta Hawks. I don't know what is wrong with the Hawks. They drop a game to the Phoenix Suns, 121 to 117. And the Suns were able to rally in that fourth quarter, outscoring the Hawks 35-19. to Trey Young did lead the way with 31 points, but there was no stopping Devin Booker for the Atlanta Hawks. And the Hawks are now 4-6, and six, and the road gets tougher because they will take on the Golden State Warriors tonight at the Chase Center in San Francisco. The Warriors are 9-1. and one. They have the best record in the NBA. What's scary is they don't even have Klay Thompson. When they get Klay Thompson... I think the Warriors become the favorites to win the NBA title. Everybody thought that the dynasty was going to be over a couple of years ago when they lost Kevin Durant. But this Warriors team, well coached by Steve Kerr, they have great players, Steph Curry. Steph Curry is just playing out of this world. They don't even have James Wiseman yet. He has been injured. Klay Thompson has been injured. They just have good pieces like Jordan Poole and Andrew Wiggins that fits what they want to do. And so the Atlanta Hawks are going to have a tough test tonight. Another team that's struggling is the Los Angeles Lakers. They're going to be without LeBron James for a week. They will take on the Charlotte Hornets tonight. They are 5-5. Five and five. But if you look at the NBA standings right now, the Philadelphia 76ers are 8-2. Brooklyn continues winning as they are 7-3. The Miami Heat are in second place at 7-2 with the additions of Kyle Lowry, and Jimmy Butler doing very well. Tyler Hero, Bam Adebayo, the Miami Heat that made it to the NBA Finals in the bubble two years ago are back on top. The defending champs, Milwaukee Bucks, are 4-6. and six. They have a very disappointing start. So your two teams that were in the Eastern Conference Finals are on the outskirts looking in with a 4-6 and six record. Over in the Western Conference, Golden State, 8-1 and one on the season. They will... Take on the Atlanta Hawks tonight. Utah 7 and 3. You got a lot of mediocre teams in the Western Conference to include the Lakers and the Blazers, but the teams with the worst record, surprisingly, the two top picks in the NBA draft, Cade Cunningham and Jalen Green, have not done anything to help improve their team. The Pistons are 1 and 8 and the Rockets are 1 and 9. That just tells you That just tells you that this year's draft did not have any elite superstars that can make the difference. All right, tomorrow night is the beginning of college basketball. I'll try to get more into depth into college basketball. My alma mater is 2-0. 
Freed Harbin University out of the NAIA. Man, I wish I could just do a podcast based on Freed Harbin basketball. That would be great. I think I do. I think I would have a fan base in Henderson, Tennessee that would listen to my podcast if I based it on Freed Harbin. They were able to take on Point University last week. I was able to go to that game. And then they won their homecoming game. But we also have Columbus State that will kick off their season. I'm excited about the Columbus State Cougars because finally at the Lumpkin Center, we will have fans and their first home game is going to be on the 15th. But their first game is going to be against Barton College this Friday night in Wilson, North Carolina. Their first home game will be on the 15th on Monday at the Lumpkin Center against Morehouse College. So good luck to the Columbus State Cougars and Coach Moore. He's got a great team. I know last year they only played 12 games. They were 5-7, and seven, but the year before, before this pandemic just turned Columbus sports all topsy-turvy, the Columbus State Cougars were able to make it all the way to the Peach Belt Conference Final. I remember I was very early in my podcast and I was getting excited about the Columbus Cougars. I wasn't able to talk about their trip to the Peach Belt Conference Final during that time. That That's when the pandemic ended and they didn't even have the NCAA Division II playoffs as everything ended as far as sports goes in Columbus to include local broadcasting on 95.7 ESPN Radio in Columbus, which they still, to this day, have not had local broadcasting on 95.7 ESPN Radio in Columbus, which is very disappointing. I know they still have COVID protocols and stuff, but this pandemic is almost two years old. So that's just something to think about. Well, that's all the time I have on the show. I do want to thank all my listeners that have downloaded my podcast. And don't forget to like and subscribe to my Facebook channel. And I am out of here. Talk to you Wednesday. Bye. You've been listening to The Sports Beat with Richard Holdry. We invite you to download and subscribe. You can find us on Anchor, Spotify, Google Cast, Stitcher, iTunes, or wherever fine podcasts are found. Thanks for listening. Feel free to share with your friends and family. This has been The Sports Beat, with your host, Richard Holdry. Produced in Columbus, Georgia. Extra production provided by J.D. Matthews. All opinions stated herein are those of the host and do not represent the opinions of Anchor Podcasts. Copyright 2020. All rights reserved.